Okay, good evening everyone. Thanks for joining. So we are in the middle of Simon Tzadihei and we've begun the halachis of Nat Barnat, which we call the power of halachis. Can you add cheese to the, to the egg that was fried in a fleshic frying pan? And all the various different uh, cases that we, that we discussed over the past few weeks. So today will probably be the final share on the food component. We'll switch from food into kalim midway through the shear, and this leads us to the discussion of dishwashers, so stay tuned, hold tight. The halacha was like this. When it comes to a, a piece of fish, as the Gemara said, fish that was cooked in a fleshic pot, the Gemara says, seemingly you're allowed to add milchiks to it, and we debated, does that mean if it was cooked, or if it was simply touching a fleshic pot, but if it was cooked, it would be different. That was Machlekes, Shulchan Aruch, and Ramah. Shulchan Aruch said there's no problem. If it was cooked in a fleshic pot, you can now go and add cheese to it. Once it was cooked, you could add cheese to it. The Ramah says, no, we should not do that. Do not add cheese to the fish that was cooked in a fleshic pot. However, if someone already added cheese to it, the Ramah said it's mutter. Then the Ramah gave us a heter, a big heter, and that was last week's discussion. The Ramah said that if if it was an Ene pot, so you had fish or noodles that were, that were cooked in an Ene fleshik pot, it wasn't used for hot fleshiks in 24 hours, once again, you're allowed to add milchiks to it, there'll be no problem of, uh, of, of adding milchiks to that, to the pasta, because of this din of not by not. That's the psak of the Ramah. The question was, can he do a lechatchila, knowingly to use it with cheese, when it's Eina Ben Yama, you allowed to do that lechatchila. That was Machlekes, the uh, the Chachmas Adam and the Vilna Gain. And we said if someone wants to be mako, there is what to rely on to make sure your pot wasn't used in 24 hours. And if you don't have any other pots, you could use that to cook parv, even though it was a fleshig pot. You're gonna cook parv with the intention of eating it with with uh, with milchiks. The final uh, discussion in the food department. Going back to the Rishonim was regarding tzli. If something is roasted, some shitas, the Sefer Truma said it's different. He brought a, a proof from the, the Gemara that, that uh, discusses the um, the oven. The Gemara there in, in the sugya fleshig bread, they don't want to make fleshig bread. People might end up eating it with cheese. So the Gemara there said if you had an alia, the tail, the schmaltz is on the oven, and you put bread on, on, on the oven floor, that's called fleshig bread. Why don't we say the same thing? It's not barnat. It's just a fleshy keli, and the bread is parv. So you see from there, the Sefer Truma said that if it's roasted, there's no liquid medium in between, or it's grilled, so that would have the same halachic status as a regular basar bachal of shiloh, and one would not be allowed to eat that with milchiks. The shach pasm is like that, and the classic example would be if you took a piece of corn, you grilled it on a clean fleshy grill. So according to the Rama, okay, so it depends. According to the Ramah, you have to ask, when was the last time the grill was used? If it was used in 24 hours, you could add butter to it. That's the shita of the Ramah. If it was used in 24 hours, the Mechaber would still say it's fine. The Ramah say you can't. If you did, you added butter to it, the Ramah says you could eat it. However, comes along the Shach, quoting the Sefer Truma, and he says that if it was roasted, you don't have three Napernats. Going back to our original conversation, our original uh, sugya, was you had a pot. The pot was used for meat. The meat went from, uh, the, the blio went from meat to pot, then from pot back into the water, then into the noodles. So there's another stage. But the corn that's right on the grill, you're skipping a step. 
the blia went from the grill straight into the corn. There's no liquid medium. There's no buffer. That was the, the chumrah of the of the uh, shach. Some person go with it. Halacha we paskin that uh, you could be mekel. The mishmura seems to be mekel, and most paskin would say whether it's sli or mavushal doesn't make a difference. Ain't ben you're allowed to uh, add milchiks lechatchila. Ben you can't. We're Ashkenazim. If you did, you would be allowed to eat it. Okay. Now we move on to a chumrah, a potential chumrah when it comes to this whole discussion of nap or not. So I'll ask you a question, and we'll see what you say. Let's say a person, Shabbos morning, they want to warm up their challah. They had challah in the freezer, or they like hot challah Shabbos morning. They went through the sugyas and hilcha Shabbos. The basic hector would be if something is fully baked and it's not a liquid, you're allowed to put it al gabe kedera. You can put it on top of a kedera on Shabbos. There's no Mexican mavasho. It doesn't look like you're cooking because uh, nobody puts food on top of a, a pot. So there's no concern of Mexican mavasho because it's an odd thing to do to put challah on top of a pot. And there's no issue of bisho because it's already baked. It's already mavasho. Uh, it's already uh, nefa. It's already baked. There's no bisho lacha bisho. So there's no problem of taking challah and putting it onto your crock pot. However, the question is asked two things. Number one, did I just make fleshic bread? Halachas, you're not allowed to make fleshik challah. So, did I just, was I ever an Isser on Shabbos of making fleshik bread? But that's probably not such a strong shayla. It's not going to become fleshik bread, typically. But did I make the challah fleshiks that I cannot use it for French toast, milchik French toast, Shabbos morning? That's a very common question people ask. On one hand, you would say, let's think about it. The, the chalant is being cooked. Let's say it's, it's closed. There's no steam coming out, which not, it's not always like that. Very often, you, you'll see the steam coming from the sides of the crockpot, especially if it's, uh, if it's had a few shabbosim in its career. The crockpot isn't always uh, fitted perfectly. If you use a crockpot bag, you will see steam coming out. But let's say there's no steam there. It's a nice covering. There's just simply a piece of challah right on top of the crockpot. So on one hand, based on what we just learned these past few weeks, we should say it's a not by not. The cholent goes into the pot. And that's one not noising tam into the pot. And you have another noising tam from the pot going into the challah. It should be a not bar not. Halacha is a not bar not is not called fleishiks. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, it would not be called fleishiks. And lechayra, there will be no iser. If someone would use it with milchiks, there would be no problem. Now to do with the chachila, we would say not to do it. But it seems like there will be no issue of using this, using this challah with, uh, with milchiks, because the challah was a not by not from the challah. That's the question. What, what, wouldn't you need a piece of silver foil in between the top of the crock pot and the challah? So Anyways, if you have the foil there, you're good to go. Because, unless there's steam. Let's assume there's no steam rising. Because there we learn... You know I'm saying, as far as how Shabbos goes, don't you need a little So you bit need a, a foil under the crock pot, in between no, the crock pot and the heating the element. The, on top of the lid of the crock pot and under the challah. No, it's agave kedera. You're putting it on top of another pot. That's fine, Shabbos morning, as long as it's cooked. A gabi kedera is better than a blech because it's it's already cooked. So you're you're putting it on top of a you're putting it on top of something. The only reason why you need a gabi kedera is because mechzikimavasho. It looks like you're cooking, but you put something on top of a pot. It doesn't look like you're cooking. There's a question in halacha if you could use an empty pot, like a flipped over a nine by thirteen pan, or do you need a pot of food mamish? The chaykes or belsi was However, most Paiskim of Shemazam and Orbach, 
in the Shmir Shabbos Kachasa, they were makele that a flipped over pan would work Shabbos morning, especially if you're doing it on a blech or a, cra- or a hot plate, where it anyways is not Mexican mavash. Nobody cooks on a blech, nobody cooks on a hot plate. So if someone wants to rely on that, on a derabonon, you could do that. But getting back to your side, steam would actually make this follow flashes. If the steam is yatsa lettuce boy, so then you you would uh it, it would depend how you learn what zea is, but it very possibly could make it flashes. Additionally, very often it will have the taste of the chalant. So I don't know how that works. I think chalant just has this uh this mazel. Anything near it tastes like chalant. If it in fact tastes like a meaty chalant, you would say the zea transfers. Any amount of time has that power. What did he say? Anything that cooks for that amount of time has that power. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, the schmaltz. So um, that's the question. So the truth is it's a machlekes. It's a machlekes between the uh, the Chavis Das and perhaps other Paiskim. And there's a tshuva in the Hartzvi. The Hartzvi the has a has the following shayla. We spoke about this a few weeks ago. You had a... Uh, learning here? Ah, oh, another 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Let's say you had a, a um, it's called a steam table. So imagine you have a yeshiva lunchroom, and they have a steam table, and there's a, in the steam table, there's a little bit of water, and that water heats up these big hotel pans. Uh, it keeps it hot. That's, you, you go to, um, you go to a, a yeshiva lunchroom, they're using steam tables. So the Hartzvi was asked, the Hartzvi Pesach Frank, chief rabbi of uh, Yerushalayim, he was asked, can you use the same steam table for both milchiks and fleishiks? Let's assume you're not using it at the same time. We're not going to run into issues of, of, uh, of switching it up. I want to know, can a yeshiva invest in one steam table? And on Mondays, they'll use it for fleishiks. And on Tuesdays, they'll use it for milchiks. So what's the shiloh? The shiloh is as follows. You have a hotel pan that has meat in it and gravy and everything else. It's placed in this well. Now, inside the well is water. The meat never touches the water. The water simply is, is, is touching, or the steam is touching, the bottom of the meat pan. Now that water goes down. It's, 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 it's resting in the well. So does the well become flashic? That's the question. You had a hotel pan that's flashic, and it's, it's uh, sitting in the water, right? You have a sterno, or, uh, or um, you have um, your sternos, you have your, uh, your smorgasbord. Chafing dishes, similar concept where you have water in between the fleshic pot and, or the fleshic tray and the milchik uh, or, or the, uh, the sterno. So the question is, does that become fleshic or does that become milchik? So on one end, you should say, well, you have the same hetero of not by not. The fleshics go into the pan, the hotel pan. The hotel pan goes, the blia goes into the water and the water goes into the, uh, go, is going into the, the, the um, steam table. Now that's even better than my case of challah on the crock pot, because here you have another buffer. You have pot, water, and then the steam table. So if you change the water, there would definitely not be an issue. But even if you didn't change the water, this should not be a problem of iser because it's noisin tam by noisin tam. It's a not by not, and uh, there should be no issue of using that. For a milchik pot, you're not you're going to actually put milchiks in it. You can use it for a milchik pot. There's never going to be a transferring of taste. So he brings on the chavis das. This is written by the nasivas. The chavis das says that there's a difference between our heterim of naparnat and this case. This is known. It's a famous a din called mekusher. 
that if everything is being cooked together, then, then we don't say this heter of not by not. It's all, it's one cooking, it's like one big pot. He says, imagine you, you took a dough and you put it on the side of a pot, you're cooking chalant in it, and the dough is on the side. That's all considered one blio, one cooking, and uh, therefore he held there will be no heter of not by not bishas bishel at the time of cooking. This would come up, let's say you're using a, a grill for both corn and steak, right? And there's no touching, it's two sides, you have you know, a nice mechitza uh, in between, but it's the same grill rack, and it's clean, but one side is grilling steak, the other side is grilling corn. According to the Chavaz Das, it doesn't, it doesn't help you because it's one, it's called Makusher, it's all connected, he's machmer, that we don't have this heter of not by not. However, the Har Tzvi brings down many places that are Mako, and he himself is Mako, he allows, this is a tshuva in the Har Tzvi, it's found, if you want to look, it's in... Uh, it's in Yeridea in Simon Petas. That's where the heart sphere is found. And he holds there's no problem. You'd be allowed to actually cook it, uh, use the same steam table for both fleshiks and milchiks. Now, most of us are not using steam tables, so we don't have to uh, worry about the shaila, but it comes up regarding the chala. And I'll give you a, a more uh, modern-day application, which, again, it's probably not applicable to all of us, but the following question. There's something called a suvi. So... The chachma of suvi is you take a piece of meat or any protein of your choice, you put it in a, uh, in a um, vacuum pack with spices and maybe some oil, and you let it sit in a hot bath for 18 hours, 36 hours, 48 hours, different recipes you could do with ribs, you could do with salmon, whatever you like. And the water slowly cooks it, it keeps it at a certain temperature, and it's supposed to be delicious. Now... These things can be expensive. It's an investment to invest in a sous vide machine. Over the years, people have asked, can I use the same sous vide device, which let's assume it's either the bath that holds the water, or there's a newer thing, not that new, but but uh, since then, it's really just a clip-on. You take a, it's, it's a, it looks like a submersion, a submersion blender or heater. You clip it onto a pot, any pot, you add water to the pot, and this, uh, and it heats up the water. It's it's simple uh, immersion heater, so to say. Can I use the same sous vide device for both flashes? I'm going to put ribs and steaks in it, but I also use it for dairy. I don't know what you're going to make that's dairy. Let's say you're making um, a custard that has a certain recipe and there's dairy in it. That was that was the way someone asked it to me many years ago. So the actual food is vacuum packed in a bag, right? Uh, so it's packed in a bag. It should be like the steam table. You have pa- a pot, right? Underneath the pot is water, and then you have the actual keli, either that's the heating element, the bath, it should be the same exact thing. So it's mamr shemach loikas, the chavis das, and perhaps the primigodim and other paiskim, and the same way the heart svi was meiko on that shiloh, he would be meiko on this shiloh as well. And uh, if someone wants to do it, they have what to rely on. Now it's better to wait till it's ene ben yom anyways, but halacha uh, this would be considered a nat by nat, even though it's Bishas Bishul and the Chavis, the Chavis Das is Machmir, most Paiskim do not go with the Chavis Das. And they hold that it's, it's, there's no food involved, it's just Kalim. And since it's not Barnat, there's, there's water as a buffer in between. There's no Fleshik Pater. The Suvi device never became Fleshiks. It never became Milchiks, right? You bought it from, uh, from your uh, appliance store, your electronics store, and now it never became Fleshik. What was in it? A Ziploc bag with meat in it? That didn't make the pot fleshik. It made the water nice and time, but the water going into that is nice and time by nice and time. It never made the pot fleshik, and therefore your sous vide device is not called fleshik. So that's the psak of the. Well, what about a, a stove top 
and you have two parts on it, it's the same thing. It's, it's one one big heating device, and it just gets heated up depending where you put the pot. You can have a right. So, so there, pot. you were relying on a different a different apple a different hetero. That hetero was the ain blia yotzim mekliel kliblei right. If there's no liquid medium, but it's the same heating device. It's the exact same heating device. Here you have a liquid. You have water. You have oh, you need you have food. You need well, on the grill, you're sitting food. If someone took someone took a, a piece of foil and put it on a grill and they put corn on top, the corn is parv, right? Now, if there's liquid underneath that 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 pan of flashix, then that's our case. It's not or not, right? So, so um, that's why the pot is. Different. So it has to be completely dry. So the stove top, if the stove top is, is has a little liquid, not completely. It has to be. To, it has to be. Uh, it has to have some moist. It has to have a, 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 a puddling, a pooling of water. Then you have a problem. This comes up as a glass stove top. Where there is a place for it to puddle, so yes, someone you know served chicken soup and made a mess, and now there's chicken soup uh, as a puddle, even if it's vegetable soup, but the glass is tray for or or, or shakes, and now they put the other pot on top and they heat it up. Then yes, you could have a transfer of taste, because there's roitif there. But in a typical situation, there's not going to be roitif in between your pot and the stove top, and that's why most people, unless you have two uh, stove tops. They're not makbid on Fleishik stove top, Mochik stove top, as we mentioned in the previous year, because there's no bleed transfer without Reitif. Okay, so. But in the case of SUV, if you, if you change the water, then everybody holds it wouldn't be a problem, though, right? If you change the water, so the Chavaz Das would still hold it's a problem because he'll tell you that your SUV device became Fleishik when you used it the first time. Why? I not by not. He holds it's all mekusher. It's all connected since it's it's, it's one heating element. It's bishas bishul. It's connected, and therefore you don't have these heterim of not by not. Not by not only comes up when it's there's a two step process. There's there's a, the pot was used for fleshik. Then they cleaned it right or whatever. Now it's being used for something else. So it's two steps. Nice and time goes one way, and then in a later stage there's another nice and time. So it's not bar not. There's like a nice and time, and it gives offspring has offspring for nice and time. But if it's one pot, it's all makusher, it's all connected, it's one moment of bishul. there's no not by not, it's makusher, it's, it's just one cooking, and everything spreads, you don't have this uh, sequential spreading, and therefore, that's, the, that's why the Chavis Das is machmer. If you want to look, the more of this lumdus is found later on in Simon Sadi Zion. They were going to learn the halachas of fleshic bread. So the, the Shach and Taz discussed a case of, they made, we'll call it a deli roll from back in the Haim, and they used schmaltz. So when you use schmaltz, schmaltz is solid at room temperature, and as it's getting baked in the oven, it's going to ooze out oil. So the oil oozed out on the bottom of the oven, and and uh, and at the same time, they were cooking something on the other side of the oven. So imagine a pizza oven, and you're cooking uh, pizza, and the cheese, the oil, drips down from the pizza onto the onto the oven floor, and at the same time, you're, you're grilling uh, something else, you're grilling salmon, or you're baking bread, we have an issue of milchik bread. There, the shachantas say the bread is called milchik bread. It's called milchik bread or chofleshik bread, that's that to be, to be precise, even though the, the fat is not touching it. So, what's pshat? So, some hold, some argue, and Primagodim would argue on that, but they would say this is side of the chavazas, this is one of his rayas, that if it's all pshas bishol, it's at the same time, you don't have this heter of nat by nat. It's mamisha giving taste into it. And therefore, it would be considered a fleshing. Okay, going back to the challah case. So some paiskim, again, if you have it, if it's covered in foil, there's no issue. Or if it's in a pan on top of the crock pot, there's no issue. Some paiskim are hesitant to go against the chavas das. Um, and 
they will rely on perhaps another heter, and if it's a glass cover, there's an old machoikes rishonim, if glass is balea, is mafle or balea, and therefore they will just say the glass doesn't need to be kashered or doesn't doesn't uh, transfer taste, so the challah remains parv as well. So some places will use both. They'll use, it's machoikes if there's not by not here or not, because it's vishas uh, bishot, and there's a machoikes of glass could transfer taste and there'll be makel on that. But those Paiskin wouldn't run to be makel if it was a, let's say, a metal um, instapot, uh, you know, something like that. They, w- they wouldn't be makel against the Chavaz Das. But again, most Paiskin, I would say, if you look in the Paiskin, the, the Meshabura, uh, Chazanish himself, many Paiskin are makel that we don't go with the Chavaz Das. It's called the Napa Nada. But I would tell you, with the Chava, very often you'd have steam and oil and, and other things there that might not be so simple. To just label it parv, and if people call me with a shaila, I, I typically tell them, unless you want to check the challah, I would I would say that it's better to avoid and not use it uh, with milchik Shabbos, Shabbos, uh, you know, Sunday morning. The, on, on, on the um, on the the water table, nobody says kovish kumavashel. The it's sitting there, so it's like another element of mishal. So you're saying the water would get bleus of of uh, of meat. And then because it's kavish, kavish is in the water. Yeah. So kavish kumavoshal. So the, so besides the heat, which is down there, you have the kavish issue also. Correct. But 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 here, let's go back to the challah case. Shalent goes into the pot that's nice and tam. The pot goes into the challah that's nice and tam by nice and tam. So that's fine. So it's the same I thing here. That. It's the same thing over here. The water. The, no, but the water is actually sit, the pot is sitting in the water. So, so the challah is in the pot. There's one more element. Doesn't make a difference. Mavushal is not more than Mavushal itself. So Chala is getting heated up. Bishal with the Chalam pot. It's still not cold. Chala, I understand. Chala, I understand. I'm talking about the, 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 the what do they call it? Why, the would the water, why would the water be different? Or, uh, the shaping, right? The shaping dish. Why would the water be different than Chala? So it's not a buffer. It's not a buffer anymore. We say Kavish and Mavushal. It's not a buffer. Because then, then that is that is as if if it, as if it's being bishul at the time. That's what I'm saying. So it's still a nice and time, but nice and time. It, it's only nice and nice and time if 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 it's not a if it's not a, a bishul item. No, of course it is. No, no, it's a bishul item. Are hot. They are cooked, but they're not by not right. No, I'm saying if something is soaked, it's as if you you cooked it. So you don't need any fire or anything. But don't become the boss. I'm sorry. At least speak up. Exactly. Let's say, according to the Prima Goddam, let's say someone came out with this new grill, okay? It uh, has a wall in between, and you slap a piece of meat on one side, and you slap a piece of cheese on the other side, okay? So that's usr, right? Because you're going to have bleus of basa going into the grill at the same time. That's usr. Everyone agrees to that. Can I take meat on one side and fish on the other side and now eat this fish with milchiks, right? What's the shaila here? The meat is going to get a blia into the wall. That's noisy time into the wall. And the wall is going to spit out a blia, another noisy time into the fish. That's called not by not. Chavistav says, no, it's Bishas Bishal. It's one big cooking. You're grilling steak and fish at the same time. That fish cannot be eaten with milchiks, even at the other level. That fish has a, has a tam basar mamish. While the Prima Godim and others are saying that no. At the end of the day, it went into the, into the grill and has to come out of the grill. So it's noisy time by noisy time. So, so that's the machlekes chavas das and the and the other paiskim, and the same thing would apply to the water. The water itself is resting against, is touching the chafing dish, is touching the the hotel pan on the steam table. That water simply got a blia that was a nice and time by nice and time. Okay. You want to address what your father is saying about kavush? It's not kavush. 
if I cook water in a pot, it does, the water doesn't become kavush. It's well, kavush, no? Well, two things. If it's there for 24 hours, it's kavush. But we finish the sentence. Kavush is kim avushal. This kim is mavushal So it's cooking. It's gold. Oh, you don't need to come on to kavush, right? Yeah. Okay, let's go weiter. Another exception to this not or not business. So again, we said uh, one exception today was maybe tzli, or makel on tzli. One exception is, is uh, we call it makusher, if it's all connected, at one big grill, it's all connected. And another exception to the heter of not or not would be davar charev. This the Ramah himself speaks out. It's based in the Gemara. The Gemara says, let's say, he says, This is right in the middle of Sif days. The Ramah says, we're only discussing where the macho, the food, was not a davar charev, was not sharp. If the macho uh, was a davar charev, it was sharp. We'll give onions as an example. We will spend some time in Simon Sadivav discussing what is a davar charev. Right? Going through our shiurim, we gave several hetarim that a rabbi will use when dealing with a kitchen shiloh. We spoke about Bittal Bashishim, we spoke about Eina Ben and we just spoke about Naparnat, which helps us in a lot of parv scenarios. What we're going to see is, in Simon Salivav, and we'll see it here, you know, just to get a glimpse of it, is that Dabr Kharif changes the rules. That Dabr Kharif, a sharp item, changes these rules in, in, in two ways. Number one, we're, we're going to call it, we're going to label it Mechalya Leila Shavach, or Mechalya Leila Shvach. It reawakens a bad taste or a weak taste. So primary example would be, you cook something in the wrong pot, you call your Rav, he says, oh, the pot wasn't used in 24 hours, it's kosher, right? But then you tell the Rav, oh, but there were onions in here. Oh, one second, onions changes the ball game, why? So typically, an Eina Ben pot, if it wasn't used in 24 hours, then the blea that, that it spits out is called Noisin Tam Afgami. That's a bad taste. You cooked uh, meatballs in here 25 hours ago, now you uh, used it for uh, for pasta with cheese, whatever. The meat has a bad taste. But if I fried onions in that pot, or I cooked onions or radishes or maybe uh, leek, we'll talk about all the different uh, possible dvarim harifim, then the davar harif is mishavi shavach. It takes the bad taste, which is pigam, and it reawakens a good taste. The onion reawakens the, the meat taste in your uh, in the food, in, in the pot, and it's no longer considered noisin tam of gam. That's chumr number one. Chumr number two is our sugya, which is dealing with nat by nat. We said the heter of nat by nat is if you took a fleshic knife and you cut uh, cantaloupe with it, even if it was hot, so you took you, you took a fleshic knife and you cut something really hot, the hot challah, the knife got blia from meat and it's spitting out a blia. So it's noisin tam. By noisin tam, the challah, according to the machaber, you can eat it with cheese. The Ramah, you shouldn't do it with a If you grill cheese on it, you could eat it with cheese as well. That's because the knife was a buffer, so to say, the nat by nat, from meat to challah. However, if you cut an onion, so that tam kolish, that weak taste of meat that's in the knife, which wouldn't come out into another food, comes out into an onion, and the onion now has the status of fleshic onions. So if you took a knife, or you took a frying pan, and you fried onions in a fleshic frying pan, and you now you took those onions and you added cheese to it, you're not allowed to eat it. It's, it's dinner buster b'chalav. One is not allowed to eat onions fried in a fleshic frying pan with cheese. Even if you did it, you, you cannot eat it. It's, there's no hat to even be the evid. Afilu ene ben 
or shadachu tavlin b'madoich shabasa. The Ramah says, or you crushed it and you used a pepper grinder, a fleshik knife to cut onions or peppers. Sim achlu b'chalav oisra filu b'dieved. Meaning, there's no heter. There's no heter to uh, to eat it with chalav. Adik ashishim negad abasa. I believe that. So you see another chumra of davar harif that we don't have these heterim of napanat or the heter of ene benyaymay. We'll discuss if you have both together. Is there any leniency? This is not the sugya of Davar Kharav, but when you learn Naparnat, you have to just mention the Davar Kharav. So I want to leave you off with a, a kashrus dilemma based on everything we've learned before, and just a, a short introduction to the next sugya regarding cleaning uh, you know, dishwashers and sinks. Someone asked me two minutes ago, that interesting sink shayla. They, uh, they ate cheese, they ate uh, salad with Parmesan cheese, and they made a big mess on the floor. And they decided to clean up. So they put all the cheese in a dustpin, and their wife said, you know, don't help me with cleaning up. She realized the dustpin was filthy. She put it into a sink, and she washed the dustpin in the Fleshik sink with hot water. I guess she was very upset, and she washed it with hot water in the sink. So they called me right away. What should you do? There's there's a Parmesan cheese in his sink, Fleshik sink with hot water. So we're going to see that typically there's no issue. We'll see why. And we, we have to learn this based on what we've just learned, if not or not. Usually in a sink, there's only milchiks now. You have fleshik sink, water in between. You'll see how uh, how, how, uh, how this connects. So just a cautious dilemma. I'll give you an example. Let's say you're doing a Chal of Yisrael run, okay? You own a Heimish uh, dairy company, and you take over a dairy, a dairy processing facility for 36 hours. You kasher, you bring in Chal of Yisrael milk from the farm, and you're going to produce Chal of Yisrael milk. But you also want to produce, once you have the equipment and the bottling, you're going to make orange juice, and uh, fruit punch, and the kids' drinks. You're going to do all these things on this equipment because you already have the equipment, you have the staff, you're good to go. However, the orange juice truck doesn't, you know, comes in a trailer. The tanker truck shows up late, and you don't have time to wait for the orange juice. So you know what? We're just going to run the milk first. And we'll forget about koshering. Usually what they do is they kosher from Chalostam. Then they run, once they kosher, then they run par, orange juice, fruit punch, tea, in the you know golden flow uh, whatever those bottles are and then they do the milk see so a par then milk hicks. but let's say the par of ingredients didn't show up we have to go let's start running milk and in the middle of running milk you never think about koshering you didn't kosher you put orange juice and fruit punch into a container that says par is there anything wrong with that is there anything wrong with selling orange juice that was produced on dairy equipment, selling it as parv. So last week we discussed a totally different issue, and that is that most of these shilas are nagea regarding companies that do chalavstam, non-chalavisrol product, where anyways the hashkachas feel that we have to tell people, many people are mocked on kalim, that this was produced on chalavstam kalim, right? You, you, you wouldn't be able to, to tell people that if it says parv. Parv means there's no chalavstam here. But over here, what's the concern? That it was run on Chal Yisrael Kalim. There's nothing wrong. Chal Yisrael is kosher, 100% kosher. The Chal So what? It's milchiks? It's a not by not. The pasteurizer, the equipment became milchiks, but that blia has to go out into the juice. It's a not by not. L'chaira, there should be no problem of labeling it as parv. So the question really is, when, they're, or when they decide to run that juice, what's the intention there? Is the intention to now eat it with fleshiks? So if they were running uh, barbecue sauce, I don't know, something that people eat with fleshics, then we could think about, well, you're, you're intentionally using not by not, where you know you're setting it up 
if you're setting up a system where people are going to end up eating it with flesh But over here, in the case of orange juice, nobody's eating with flesh You can find some lady has a recipe to, to marinate the schnitzel in orange juice, but most people are not using apple juice and orange juice for flesh And therefore, I think, I'm not saying anybody does this on purpose, but in that situation, you could see a Pisic saying, yeah, it's a, it's, first of all, it's a hefzit for the company to, uh, to start reprinting labels. You're not going to get labels to start telling the world it's, it's theory equipment. And from a halacha standpoint, it really is part. It's a not bar not. It was produced on milk equipment, but lechatchil, uh, the Ramah says not to add any uh, flashics to it, but the there's never going to be an issue. And lechayra, there will be no issue of, uh, of selling it as par. Okay, jumping in. Acid, yeah. Acid. But again, it's not worse than bishul. You're cooking it. You're cooking it 170 degrees. It's it's. Uh, oh, you're saying it's it's uh, the lemon is a double harif, the lemonade. So you is don't it, have the heads of Ainu Benyoyim. Maybe. Maybe. Is acidy? Actually, I had a shadow today. So so today I was in a factory where they, they actually used to be a brewery. They used to just make beer, and they realized they have the equipment to produce uh, canned beverages for startups. So if you you decide you want to make uh, an energy drink. You go to the big companies, they say, okay, no problem. The minimum is uh, 100,000 cans. So how are you going to, to be able to scale up? So this company has, uh, it services the startup world, and they do small batches, just a pallet of cans. So one of the things they do is actually, Nagea Tanap or not, the Sura here, they have a, a the way, the, way the, uh, the product does not stay good in a can. For a, for a year, it stays good for six days. It's, it's a, it needs to be refrigerated. So there's a kill step. They pasteurize the can. They put the can into a like a tabletop pasteurizer, splashing hot water over it, and uh, and that's a kill step. And the product in the can is is free of bacteria, and it lasts for a year. You know, your coffee in a can, seltzer in a can, alcoholic seltzer. All these things are, are pasteurized. So you had we had this shilo, so to say, of not by not again. Here they use Chalostam, they didn't really use any trafe. We found uh, milk powder and other things. So be not by not, according to those that keep Chal Yisrael, not by not the Yisura. And those that uh, hold it just a Chumrah, they say it's not by not the Atera. It's Mamish power of this, uh, this coffee, the seltzer. But anyways, we're going to Kasher because, as I said, we're not going to label something parv if it was produced on Chalostam equipment. One of the questions that, that was Nagea, I didn't get a final answer to this, is that the, it's a lemonade product. The lemonade is at pH level is 2.6. So that's extremely uh, strong. It's a very strong, uh, very strong uh, pH. And the question is, is that considered a, uh, a Davar Kharif? Now, either way, we're going to kosher the Kalim anyways, but that would be an interesting question, perhaps. But, but orange juice, nobody considers a Davar Kharif. If you look... Um, even the Ramah here says, says that the Kula... The, the, Except people with acid reflux. They don't call it Davar Kharif. It hurts them afterwards. They drink it. It's fine. And then afterwards, they're in pain. But uh, it's not Kharif, like an onion. We're going to learn. When we learn Hilchos Davar Kharif, it's that when you bite into it, you get this sharp taste. It's a, it's a sharp, strong taste. Many Paisim hold that an onion, a Rav Bik, he held that an onion is not considered a Davar Kharif. So if an onion is not Davar Kharif, then definitely an orange juice or something else would not be a, a Davar Kharif. Okay, I was going to begin Siv Yimah, but we'll, we'll, we'll save it for next time. That Sif Gimel deals with uh, dishwashers. Can you use the same dishwasher for flesh and milk? If you think about it, if everything's clean, why is it different than sous vide? Why is it different than, than some of the different cases we, we spoke about earlier? So, Mr. Shem, to be continued.